Johnny, commissioner of the Purgatory, our league, we're doing a podcast. We're going to try and do a podcast again. That's great. How do you feel about that? How do you feel? A little nervous. The first time NDA started getting thrown around, there was definitely a, a little bit of panic in the content of the first one. There was a lot of panic. There was a lot of NDAs, which people thought they signed with blood. Yikes. But we're going to do a redux. We've brought back a secondary a secondary version of this league for those who follow us all of our followers we um, the one we, we had a podcast in the old parliament our old three sport league and so mm-hmm. we are going to do a podcast we know you're not supposed to be talking about your fantasy league but we're going to say f that <laughs> because at the end of the day we want to do this and we know people should normalize absolutely. three sport leagues absolutely like, like we've been doing it since since how long? When was the first time I, we did this? I want to say 2010 was our kickoff. The reason why we're doing this is because we want to normalize three sport leagues and we want to create content for our leagues. The point of this is we're going to be talking about our league. We're going to be talking about members of our league. We'll keep it to first names. And so how we're going to do this every week, we're going to do a podcast. We are an episode where we don't think it's going to be that long. We have some funny shticks. We're going to do some member spotlights. But first, what we want to do here is we want to just do a quick explanation for those who don't understand how our three, three sport league works. When I tell people Still to this day, they are shocked that we do it. Mm-hmm. We've gone through a lot of iterations. So, Johnny, let me pass the baton to you to give a quick explanation of our league. At a high level, it's a three-sport auction league. And so the idea is at the onset of the season, which we start with basketball here in about two weeks, you are given a pool of $750. And you can use that money however you want across the three sports. So when we say three sports, we start with basketball, we hit baseball in March, and we hit football starting in August. And so the idea is you're the GM of of a team that spans all three. What we liked about it was it's a year-round thing. It keeps you involved in basketball if you're not a basketball fan. It it lets you get into baseball's seven-month season when you might not want to. And so it helped all of us keep sports going for the year. And what we found, honestly, was it kept us in contact for the year. Life is hard. Everyone's got stuff going on. But when you have a year-long fantasy, what it really became was almost a social media platform for us. So it's a great point because we have a group chat that is absurdly don't, out of control. Don't leak the chat. Can't leak the chat. We have... So this league is 10 teams, but roughly each team comprises of two two co-owners, if you will. Mm-hmm. Some of them are responsible for one sport. Some are responsible for two sports. Some split it all together. So because of this, we have a lot of people in the chat. So we almost have 20 people under this chat. I think only one team now doesn't have a partner. And one or two teams. Okay, so you and Sam both yeah, don't have partners. Have a single. And so we have these this chat where Sam has a fucking Android. And so, so much. we get bombarded and people can't leave this chat because of his Android, because of the capability or the non-capability of being able to leave a chat since he has an yep. Android, which he's 
apparently looking to get a, an iPhone, which is we should actually there, we should fight that because um, it's the best part of the chat. You are stuck in. You have to literally delete your phone to get out. We do have a member named Brad who is a little long-winded with his text, and I'm saying it very lightly. There is yes. the amount of words he uses per text is short essays, no <laughs> doubt about it. So maybe we can get some maybe we should get some screenshots out there. I didn't realize maybe not the, what he's actually saying, but I, people can see how much. I didn't realize that short essays was an amount, but that's apt. That is an amount for Brad. Short stories, short essays, we, yes. We should, part of this league, we've all developed alter egos. It's something we're going to highlight as this pod goes on. And so Brad, since we're on topic, is Bard because of how long-winded he is in text. Bard is in the Fantasy League online. Brad is in-person, yeah. great human, loves to be part of the party. Sometimes his life at the party depends on how much he consumes. Absolutely. But... <laughs> So one, one thing to clarify is that when we say 750, it's fake dollars, and that can be used across all three sports. So if you, Johnny, want to use, let's say, $200 for just basketball as we're getting started, then you have 550 remaining for the other two sports. And throughout that season of the league, you can trade dollars for any player for any player. Yep. You could trade future dollars for this year's dollars so there's a lot of elements well, to on how to strategize for it imagine the chaos too because what we start with when you're in the auction room we don't make you declare the dollars you want to use when you walk into your auction room day one of of draft one you have access to all 750 dollars so that adds a level of restraint that a lot of this league does not have you know you you want an extra dollar maybe an extra ten dollars to go land otani if you're sitting at a $600 budget, it takes a lot when you're a few beers in, a few drinks in to say, no, I'm, I'm going to back off. It, it makes it a little more chaotic, which is what we're going for. And you also get a sense of like what people are like with their like personal finances it's a little based telling. on the way that they spend. You can see a lot more like myself. I'm a little bit more impulsive uh, when it comes to purchases, whereas Rob or maybe even yourself, Johnny, you're a little bit more reserved and conservative with how you're with your spending money but you i would say is different because you like when there's something you want you get it yes like you're absolutely going to get it i will i will i'm i'm in between you and rob right rob is is very fiscally responsible and you will light money on fire like it's it doesn't have any repercussion to you yes, I yes will, exactly i tend to go with let's go in with a very set plan in the draft rooms and then when there is something I want, there is not an amount of money that I won't spend to go get that person. Let's hold on that because we're going to do a member spotlight in a second. Oh, but I fair. want to talk about how we are, what the winner gets, what the loser gets, just in, so people have a sense of why like why we're doing this. Sure, sure. So uh, the, the payouts are what everyone's in for, right? And, and so we do individual league winners. It's important to recognize that you won basketball at the end of the season. But that basically just covers league dues. What we really go for is end of year. So more like your FedEx Cup standings or your NASCAR stand. You're really looking at how you performed overall for the bigger size of the pot. So once we've paid out everybody for getting a first regular season place in a league and then also winning that league, the remaining money gets split. I haven't looked recently. I think we agreed in this version 65% of the money goes to first, 
25% goes to second and something like 12 to 10% will go to third place overall. And that's where your, your big paydays come from. What you want is I'm good in everything. I didn't just excel at one. And you could go, you could be that team member. You could be the guy that's, I'm going to spend $500 in football because I love football. I'm going to try and win football every year and just pay for dues. We haven't seen that yet. Everyone seems to be on pace for let's go for overall money. Losing used to be our big stick, right? When we first started this 10 years ago, we were in our mid-20s. So we were one of the originators of if you come in last place, you go take the SATs. And not just at an adult learning center, we found this loophole that actually almost led to, to us suing SAT for ageism. We got booted one year, but you can sign up online and go sit with the 17 year old kids that are freaking out about their futures. But what we did was take you out the night before, get you completely annihilated, then drop you off at I think seven o'clock in the morning. And you had to go sit basically on an empty stomach and take a five hour exam. I wound up doing it twice. It was not fun. It was not fun. Just to repeat, we were approached by the standard board who runs the SATs nationally in the United States. College board. And they wanted to prevent us from taking the test. We have a few people who are well uh, versed in the law. Let's just say that. We won't name names. And a, a letter was written. A threat may have been made. And at the end of the day, we were allowed to still take the SATs. Uh, that was the past league. We we did a redux. We're about to finish our first season of of the uh, uh, of this new redux mm-hmm. called the Purgatory. So this is the Purge Pod, and we right now the loser. We have eighteen, maybe nineteen people in the league right now. Their what their loser penalty is. They have to organize everything for our destination draft. A lot of us in the league have significant others, kids, responsibilities. It is a pain in the ass to plan it. The loser has to plan everything from where we're staying to what we're doing to covering the cost on their on their credit card at first. So they have to maintain maintain it all. So and that's if uh, you haven't dealt with our league and anyone here now that we're all mid thirties, actually I, some forties. Shout out me three months. It is a pain to coordinate with this group on getting us to do anything together. Just, just getting a draft day that happens to be a weekend at this point is almost impossible. I know that's not as flashy as our 20s, but this one is still a, a little painful. Not all the way. I think we are looking for maybe something a little bit more painful, right? I, I think we're gonna find we're gonna find something that will make it that will make it worth it. Yeah, the, or may, will make you make that will prevent you from losing. Because right now there there is no fear of of losing. We've seen it, right? There's, there's not the same. I, I, I want to come in second to last. Now it's, I'll just sell for money and I'll, yeah, I'll plan the trip. No big deal. And that's not where we want to be. We yeah. want it to be a little bit more. I want to be second to last in, and, and not mm-hmm. have that full fire sale. We'll, we'll have to come up with some stuff. So I want to go and do a quick member spotlight. So for the first, however many episodes that we're going to be doing this, I would love to do a spotlight of a member. And Johnny, you're going to be the first up. I know you talk about, about your methodology mm-hmm. here. You are the commissioner of the league. You are the one who creates the spreadsheet, who maintains the spreadsheet, who organizes the draft dates. Sure. I could say without you, this league would crumble in, in a heartbeat. There would be not a lot there. <laughs> Why do you do this? Why do you put up with you it? You know, it's funny because 
clearly I, I for the listeners at home, all one of them, I was the worst performer in the first iteration of our league overall, if you track year over year. I think I was I finished last twice, never won first overall, placed in the money once, and it, it was the worst. I, I do it from where we started. Uh this is my preferred social media connection to my closest group of guy friends at this point in my life. It's like we said, it, I've got two kids. Most of the league is kids and marriage or on their way to marriage and different parts of the world. They, you're in Mexico. Oh, we're doing locations again. People are in New York. People are in the Bay. And it, it's, it's hard for us to all stay in touch. But this, I'll show people my phone. On any given day, I have at least 50 messages from you guys. And on bad days, we're in the, not kidding, hundreds of almost really bad days, thousands. So my really, really, really bad, bad days, thousands. Days, thousands. Yes. But that's fun. If you ask me what I wanted to do with my friends to keep in touch, I don't think I have a better answer than this. And that's why I first created it was I wanted something that we were all into, which was sports to varying levels. And as we started explaining it, you saw people get excited about this, right? They were like, oh, this is perfect. And now we don't hardly, we hardly use Facebook to stay in touch. We do this to stay in touch. And we're constantly talking about bad moves people have made, giving each other the business like anyone would do. My strategy clearly needs to be changed. Although to start Purge, I did win basketball this year. My baseball team, I think most would argue was very good, but I bought a little too late and missed playoffs. And as we get into our awards this year, my football team is an utter disaster. So I still have a chance here to be in the third overall, but it's looking bleak at this point. But my strategy is, is pretty simple. It, it's an auction, which TJ, you and I fought very hard to be the new setup. I like auction because you're in on everything. And then it takes, there's a level of not just sniping draft picks on people, but you can push people's buttons on every single pick. And that's what my strategy is, is I've been drafting with you guys long enough to know at least what you like and who you're going to go after. And my goal is a little bit more have a, have a strategic plan on who I want, but also have a strategic plan on how much you want certain guys. And that's what I try to focus on. And you are, so everyone knows, because I think allegiance is matter mm -hmm. here and alliances sure. matter I mean not alliances but you're in the bay yep. area but you're a dolphins fan you're a dolphins fan so yeah. you're, you love what's going on right now you're a warriors fan mm -hmm. and baseball are you giants do you like giants baseball's my least favorite sport but i do go i go giants mainly because it's when we were here making this league they were i grew up in the bay so the giants were always okay but and it wasn't like i was front running when i came out here and then being in San Francisco in the 2010s was phenomenal. So yeah, I still rep Giants, but I, I rep a lot of teams. I like the Marlins as well. I tend to like players more in baseball than teams. And you have an alter ego, Donnie Darko. <laughs> yeah. Explain so, Darko. So Johnny Darko, playoff of Donnie Darko. It tends to be when I have a few, the little Jiminy Cricket on my shoulder gets killed by Darko. And my alter ego is known for... Just being fun and anything goes when I start drinking, that the inhibitions or the conscience, if you will, is just murdered by Darko. And that would be my league's uh, alter ego. And then the next morning, that Jiminy Kirk comes back and just shames the <laughs> shit out of you. And you're like, why did I do this? I need this? to go home. I need to, why my friends all hate me. I need to leave the country is usually what happens the next morning. There, there, might, have, there might have been an event in Tahoe where it's, a joke was played. 
the police accident the police accidentally showed up and Johnny just, wanted to uh wanted to leave let's just, let's just say Zach happened. Zach gave me the leak was it Lee Corso just no just he just no. gave you the Lee Trevino. The Lee Trevino, <laughs> the Lee Trevino that's Gilmore, it, yeah. And Happy Gilmore. The Lee Trevino, just the shaking yeah. of the, like, oh, it my was bad. God. More on that coming. Bad. So we've seen a lot of Johnny Darko over the years, and there's going to be a lot more to come. Yeah. So I want to, let's do, I think it, it would be helpful to do a, a standings update quickly. Okay. We can do right now, like, we're in the last, we're quarter way through the football season. We have, it's the last, it's the last sport of, of the overall season. Sure. So, Let's talk about who is who's leading the pack right now. So, right now, uh, it is. Go ahead, you, you take it over here, Johnny. Oh no, I was gonna I, hop in just with you on this one. So Yoni and Don, Team Donnie, first place has about a forty-point lead. They had a very good showing in both baseball and in basketball. Didn't didn't manage to pull off a championship in either, but are still sitting fifty points up, which kind of speaks to the importance of. It's not about winning a sport. It's about placing high in sports. They're sitting ahead of Zach and Griffin, Team Grack, if you will, who has a, another good 40-point lead on on the third-place runners right now. And so everyone remembers, so Johnny mentioned it's FedEx style mm-hmm. and it's NASCAR style together. So every, it's, it's head-to-head matchup. So every week you're playing somebody and every week you win, you get a certain amount of points and they're distributed evenly across all of the three sports because there's less weeks in football. You're going to get more points for that week, but overall the sports are going to be the same. Donnie, Don and Yoni, Grack. Griffin and Zach, they are they're one and two, even though Donnie has a pretty a pretty good lead. Third place, though, is where it really gets interesting. Yeah. The money this year is really coming down to the third place matchup. Also, because Donnie and Grack are both doing well in football, it, it seems like if that trend continues here, it would be hard to catch them. They would have to have a, a catastrophic collapse from here on out. So you've got Jeremy and Rob, Team Gerbert. They are in lead in third but they're six points up on two teams team sam one of the only single teams and myself team johnny are right behind them about six points behind and then the the one more team really in striking distance there is team brad soon to be team brusser with the addition of uh, mr ryan we should probably call him the other way now you know his full name (laughs) combining those two they're right behind us and i would say i'm probably falling the fastest out of that my football team is a catastrophe this year because the Cincinnati Bengals forgot that they were Super Bowl contenders for some reason. Johnny, you went heavy, you went heavy on, on the Bengals this year. One of the worst bets you could possibly make. Yeah, horrible. Across the board, I, th- I think it's been an absolute disaster. I, Burrow has, I believe, only better statistics than one quarterback named Zach Wilson, whose only good statistics are how many texts he can send to MILFs. It's one of those one of those years. The- the thing that's really interesting about the the overall standings is that it kind of mimics what's happening in football. So sure. Donnie and Grack right now are one and two in the overall standings. They're also one and two in in, in football. And Gerbert, who is Jeremy and Rob, mm-hmm. Robert, mm-hmm. they are in fourth overall. And same thing with Brad yep. and Musser. They are they are fifth overall in in, in football. So it, it, it's mid-banking what happens. The one wild card here is Forrest and Joe. They are in third overall in football, but they're currently, taking a look at it right now, they're in dead last, dead, for, dead last. for the overall standings. 
dead last. Dead, dead. So last. there's a lot of there's a lot of things that can happen here. Gerbert and yourself, and but you're not doing too hot in football this year, so maybe we can count you I'm, out of this I'm one. Pretty much, you guys are fighting for three. I now let's talk about the dead last real quick. Okay. Let's go to let's go to looking at the front runners to to finish last and having the plan to plan to plan so the draft. We have three teams that just really haven't gotten it together and i would say it's probably a two-team race if it wasn't for how this third team is currently performing in football as you just mentioned forrest is in last place he finished second to last in baseball he finished third to sorry second to last in basketball third to last in baseball and you would think oh god that's that's horrible it has to be can you can you can you can can you can you repeat that again? Uh, it was a second to last. He was in the toilet bowl game of that basketball. Uh, I think he spent the most in basketball too, didn't he? No, it was ba- baseball. His baseball draft started, I, I think he had Soto, Judge, and Trout and somehow finished in third to last. And Garrett Cole. They, yeah. This was one of the most under underperforming teams maybe in fantasy history. They spent you know, you three, can't give, you $348 of their 750 imaginary dollars in baseball and finish in third to last. You can't, you can't give Forrest a lot of shit here because his partner, Joe, who I know, and a lot of the league hasn't met yet because Forrest has been easing him in. And let's just say Forrest has gone through a lot of partners over the years and a lot of hidden partners. And mm. I, it's like introducing a girlfriend to your family and your family knows that you go through <laughs> Uh, a lot of dating situations or deal with a lot of women like you you're hesitant and so i think now are you calling force loose a little uh, i'll be honest yes i am <laughs> fantasy loose and so he hasn't now a lot of people haven't met him i have met him he's an awesome person i'm gonna see him in, in new york in a couple weeks but he is the baseball guru he was in all these crazy baseball leagues like including a fake baseball league where there was fake players and it was auto-generated and there was trades and he was doing it with guys who were beat writers for actual teams and of course he doesn't know or didn't know like the intricacies of this league and so it ended up screwing him so they are looking down the barrel of a gun of, of last place however their football team is performing very well the the point on that one i think joe learned the importance of making moves i believe they had about 40 less baseball moves than the next team and that's where maybe it was because they spent so much money. They didn't really have guys you could drop. This was a loaded roster, but mm-hmm. then the injuries came in and it made it, I can't drop this guy, right? It put them in a tough spot there. Second to last is, is one of our, our newer members to Purge, Greg. And Greg, similar kind of showing, finished, I think, seventh in, in basketball, wound up finishing dead last, dead last in baseball. Off to an okay start in football, two and two. It's where you want to be. More to come, but unfortunately, Forrest is three and one. And they're about a 10-point difference from the bottom. They're both pushing each other for for last and, and strong contenders. However. And so for everyone listening, I just want sure. to make sure if there's a random person who's listening, we are going to be putting these, like all the stats, all of the spreadsheet, we're going to put it live mm-hmm. so everyone can look. It, you can absolutely not comment on it. You can absolutely not edit it, but you will have access to look at it in case you're interested. Mm-hmm. And so Greg has a partner also named Hans, who Hans. no one has ever met. So we have Greg Luganis and Hans Gruber. So should we go, what are we going to go with name here? Is, is it Grans? Are we going to dub them Grans? I guess we could go Greg. Greg. Grans. No, Grans. His last name is not Greg Luganis. Yeah. <laughs> I think Grans, Grans is a great one. Grans. Okay. Shout out team Grans. And then um, let's see. Who, oh, so Timothy. Timothy's our last one here. Another new member. 
dead last in basketball, but had a good baseball team. Made playoffs, really was the front runner all year in baseball, but then injuries caught him at the end. Wound up getting a, a third place finish in baseball. And he is off to an 0-4 football start. So while he has a 30-point gap between them, he's sitting in football hell, where if he doesn't get some wins here and, and finishes last in football, uh, I think he's got a pretty good shot here based on how Forrest and, and, and Granz's teams are performing. If both Granz and Forrest are foe or Jorist, we haven't, we, I guess we oh, need to like, oh, foe. foe is together. good. Foe is good. Oh, foe. good. Depending, if they both make playoffs, there are two teams that are in real risk of coming in last that they originally hadn't planned. That's going to be Tim. And that's going to be oh, I forgot. I didn't even Josh, see you. Taj. Oh, yeah, you are not looking good. Did you make? I am, and our team is bad. Did you make baseball play? Oh, yeah, you you did make baseball playoffs. Yes, we made baseball playoffs, and we finished in force. We mm. finished in force because we were top of the pack, and then yep. we went with the strategy of okay, no, we know we're not going to. The likelihood of us finishing any money this year is going to be very low, so we're playing for next year. We traded a lot of our guys, including Otani, including McCaffrey already for for dollars next year. So yep. we went for that, but it could end up biting us in the ass. We are definitely at the, we are definitely a potential last place team. Yeah. I didn't see how close you were to Tim and you are also on four. So you're in the same spot. Yeah. As Tim, that's going to be fun. And our team is dog shit. There's no, we went all out for McCaffrey because we knew we were going to be able to trade him at some point. He's obviously shout out first trade, an incredible fantasy player this year. Yeah. First trade, no, no secret, it was me. I, I tend to be a little trade happy. I'm gonna get into that but, trade because you, you know, got it, good, it, you got great value in that trade. Let's go into it right now. Yeah. Let's go right now. We got him. We drafted him for sixty five dollars. Mm-hmm. We or sixty seven. We traded him for sixty five. But who'd you get back? Um, it would happen. Oh, we got so getting back. We got Trey Turner for, and we didn't give any money back. Did you get Trey um, Turner? I thought then, you got Spears in that trade. We did get Spears as well as a throw-in. That Spears is the backup running back it, at Tennessee. Is he the backup anymore? We don't uh, know. It, who knows? I think it still remains to be seen. That's a great We are going to be starting him this week for the first one. That's a great trade. So we'll, we're happy with it. But again, it'd be better if we didn't come in last. Who knows? To be fair, McCaffrey looked like a video game last week, though. He is. He's, in, he's incredible. Obviously, a lot of this league, I should say, are, are from the Bay Area. A lot of them are Niners fans. So every single league that you you, you participate in mm-hmm. is going to have a bias based off where those individuals' core hometown are from. For us, it's in the Bay Area. So everyone is just loving what's happening with McCaffrey. And even me, I, I, I'm absolutely not a Niners fan, but I, I root with you guys when it's not the Dolphins. But just watching McCaffrey, you're just it's it's unbelievable what this guy does. We We, we, we might have a sneaky little... A cheeky little bet of Dolphins Niners Super Bowl that we made before the year, and that's looking pretty. It's looking pretty. Def- you never know. Little it's, deflated it's, after it's, last week because the Bills reminded everyone that they're, they're Bills still. But mm-hmm. I, I still think we're looking at out of the potential teams you would want. These are not like long shots at this point. These are realistic shots for a Super Bowl, and we don't pick them to win. We just pick that's the matchup. I, I still like where we're at. Josh is good for freaking out in the playoffs. It's what Josh does. He has a game where he decides he's going to lateral for no reason and cost him the game. And, and that's what I'm, I'm hoping is going to happen this year. Josh Allen will fumble away the Super Bowl, I'm sure of it. Or, or a coin flip will happen. But it's really fun to watch. It's very fun. We have 
a, a couple different members that are that root for other teams, including we have one who's a Pittsburgh fan who's never been to Pittsburgh. Shout out, Jeremy. <laughs> Shout out, Jeremy. Um, we have some people on the team who are people in the league who are they're anti-Niners. So they don't root for a team, but they just root against the rest of the league because they can't stand us, which is always fun. And we have a lot of that in basketball as well, sure. which will be fun to get into when we do basketball season. But overall, like we're quarter of the way through the season, I think – we have an idea of which teams are going to be good, but you can't really say for certain that one team is going to be uh, really shitty because this is the time of there's going to be pickups. Obviously, there was Williams on the running back on the Rams, who has been incredible. There's Puka Nakul, who's been incredible. Yeah. There's been a lot of money spent uh, in really bad places, including Josh and I. We went a lot. Of, we went heavy on Josh Kelly, which has been an absolute disaster. We went heavy on. Kendrick Bourne after the first week, which was a disaster. Right. There's a lot of strategy not working out, and there's been a lot of strategy that's been helping some individuals. So what we want to do is we're going to do a little game. We are all born in the 80s. There's no – I don't think any 90s babies in this group whatsoever. I think yeah. I am – Greg might be 79. Youngest, youngest, Greg might be 79, 78. But we that's, we're going we're gonna to voluntarily okay. bring you out of Gen X into millennials. Welcome to the 80s. Yeah, we're, we're going to bring you. So we're, we're going to do a little shtick here that is each week we're going to be doing uh, a reference of a movie and we're going to assign an award to it based off the players that are happening in that sport. This week, of course, is going to be Happy Gilmore. It's one of my favorite movies. It's one of your favorite yeah, movies. We phenomenal. all love it. So we're going to do an we're going to do an award called this is the Happy Gilmore. My girlfriend's dead. You know, she jumped off a cliff and died on impact award. <laughs> well, that's nice of you to say. So, uh, all right, I'm going to go change now. Okay. Hey, my girlfriend's dead, you know. She fell off a cliff and died on impact. And Johnny, you want to give this one to which player and the corresponding owner? That would be myself and Mr. J.K. Dobbins, who at this point, I don't think he has a right leg anymore. This poor kid's career is just every year it goes down. He, I think his entire knee fell off about two years ago. And now sharing a similar injury I had because I was an elite athlete as well, tearing an Achilles. That's, that is the, the end of Mr. Dobbins. He hit the ground on impact and died. Yes. His Achilles is, is, a, is completely ripped off. And you yourself have gone through an Achilles, Achilles injury. Yes. Playing um, a very similar. Uh, Same level competitive uh, of sport. competitiveness. Yes. Uh, indoor rec league and, basketball. And athleticism. Yeah. You and J.K. Dobbins, same level. Same level, yes, exactly. Yes, we saw you. Same forty around. times, everything. Funny story about that, Johnny. Even oh, yeah. though you tore your Achilles, you would still show up. You would still show up to games. You guys maybe be do, stat boy. Do our stats. <laughs> you would take your, you do stats in a stat book, and as we were playing, whenever someone would have a steal or a rebound, we would point to you in the standings and say, "Count that rebound." Just that just shows why this league works for us. Because one. I had the commitment to still show up and take stats for you guys. And two, you guys were so competitive that you were like calling out assists and steals and blocks in a rec league game. And then we would post shout out your, your five for 38 stat line though. That one time I did have one game. I'm a, I'm a shooter. Everyone knows I'm a shooter and shooters got to shoot. You can't stand. Jesus. Listen, we, we had a lot of good, we had a lot of good players on the team. A lot of them, just rebounded or would only be want to be on the left block. Mm. Shout out, right, man. Shout out. But so that was a fun league. We haven't done that since we're all spread out now. Yeah. 
Um, for me, my girlfriend's dead. She jumped off a cliff and died on Impact Award. Happy Gilmore is going to go to Mike Williams and Gerbert. I believe there was a lot of hype around him oh, yeah. from this team. They were really excited for what they got him. And, of course, the guy gets injured. He's been injury prone pretty oh, yeah. much his whole career. He is an absolute physical specimen. And I think it, it, it's apropos that these guys have them. Also, Hamway, who has extreme knee problems. <laughs> extreme yes. jeremy has extreme knee problems it's only appropriate that he has mike williams who's out with an acl you we have an honorable mention i believe though for this yeah honorable mention goes to me with sky Moore. he's been an absolute disaster so high on- oh so high on high in the sky if you will and he, he's not injured but he might as well be injured he's worse than injured you play him in your you play him in your league or we play him in our lineup every week and we finally just dropped him we had this cut bait and i think this is going to be the turning point he's got a bit of cancer on our team yeah He's off, and I think we're going to really hit – we're going to hit our stride. You're going with the Chase Claypool strategy here, that he's going to now go for two touchdowns, yes. 100 yards. Okay. We'll see. Yep, exactly. <laughs> our next award, Happy Gilmore. I don't want – I don't hear you laughing now, clown award. Fight <laughs> that clown. Easy. If you can't beat the clown, how are you going to beat Shooter McGavin? This one is going to go to Sam because he was laughing at us with Anthony Richardson, who, you know, Sam, if anyone knows him, is uh, a big anti-rookie. And very he big. thought Richardson was very dog shit. And we loved him. And he's been an amazing fantasy asset. He's We got him for $1 in the auction. He's absolutely going to be a keeper for us going forward for, for many years, assuming he doesn't get hurt. I don't hear you laughing now, Sam. I'm going to follow suit on this one. There was a very large debate on whether or not DeAndre Swift or Kenneth Gainwell was going to be the lead back in Philadelphia. So uh, shout out to uh, uh, Mr. Jeremy uh, on that horrible take on Gainwell as you've watched DeAndre Swift just pour on yards. And if it wasn't for the biggest vulture in the history of, I think, fantasy sports for touchdowns, I think you'd be talking about DeAndre Swift as a top one or two overall running back right now. Also, you love DeAndre Swift. A, a ra- You've been irrationally love DeAndre Swift. Uh, there is you irrationally love. No him. idea. You, you have been on him for three years. When he was like first on Detroit, yep. you were all about yep. it. You were like, "This guy's a stud. Why doesn't he get the touches?" And now you've just been riding that it, train, and it, it's fucking. It's up. a little bit. This guy could easily wind up in our next. He's hit the ground and died on impact award in a couple of weeks because that's also Mr. Swift's downfall. He gets the touches, he starts looking good, he starts ramping up, and then he gets hurt for four games. Yeah, but I don't hear you laughing the now. Next award. <laughs> <laughs> the next award. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. Award. award. You're in big trouble, though, pal. I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. <laughs> you eat pieces of shit for breakfast? No. Great award. Phenomenal award. This one's going to go to you, TJ, for Mr. Mr. Joshua Kelly and spending half of your fab budget. I think he put up two points and then three points when you did it. He's been an absolute disaster. <laughs> there's, been, there's, there's been no way about it, way around it. He has gotten 90% of the touches as a running mm-hmm. back, and he's putting up literally 
I think last week was his highest at six points. And before that, it was three points. Before that, it yep. was two points. Like He had more points with Eckler in yeah. there. He's, it's been an absolute disaster. Absolutely. It killed us. If we spent that money on Williams on the Rams, like oh, our yeah. whole... You'd be set. We waited a week yep. and got four. Like Our whole trajectory would be different. Yep, 100%. And yeah, that's an offense... Half our fab. That's an offense you'd want to be on. That's not an offense. It's not, this is not a situation where you're like, oh, it's coaching. He's on an offense that you would die to have a 90% back on. And it's just it's not producing. You think it would just be a plug and play situation because how good he yeah. was that first week with Eckler. Yeah. And of course it's been a, the absolute opposite. I thought we were so pumped. Like he, we knew Eckler was going to be out for three to four weeks, even longer. Mm-hmm. Turns out it's been a disaster the whole way yeah. through. For me, you eat pieces of shit for breakfast award is going to go to Brad and Derek Henry. <sighs> Brad's been on the Derrick Henry. He's got, he's gotten to pay like the past two, three years. I think he's had him on his team. He's had him when he's a stud. It's clearly the downfall of Derrick Henry. Like we, you can see the writing on the wall. It's going downhill. This could also go to Najee Harris. I don't even know who Najee Harris is. (laughs) The Derrick Henry train is the the Najee Harris or the Derrick Henry train is crashing fast. Yes. Fast and furious. We also have sharp. So we have uh, some vested interest in him being really Uh, Poor, but That's signs of life last week, though, and and putting up 122 rushing yards and a touchdown. I think you're more you're, you're forecasting that you think this is now at least going to become more of a timeshare. And I might be projecting, yeah. but yes. I, I agree with you. I think Spears has showed that too. We are on our last one here. This is something. This is a segment we're going to do every week. It's our this week's mm-hmm. purge. If you've seen the movie The Purge, essentially every year there's one hour where citizens can commit a crime of any type, including murder. And this is to go along with the Happy Gilmore theme, this week's Purge slash kick him off the tour award, or not award, but just our weekly segment um, is someone that we're going to be going after. It's going to be something that we're going to do every week. For me, I'm going to go after Zach. Like Zach hasn't done anything to me personally, but we traded him McCaffrey. We know we got a lot of, a, a ton in return for him. But at the end of the day, I just want to go after Zach because he gets to enjoy McCaffrey. Oh, he's yeah. the best player on He's the best fantasy player on his team in the league and, and the team he roots for. Me and Josh just text on the side and we're like, he's just God. We should have got him for 80. We should have got him for way more. But I, I'm going after you, Zach, because you get to reap the benefits of this incredible specimen of a fantasy player. It's a phenomenal take. I think you, you traded him and immediately he had four touchdowns in a game. Immediately. Like, yeah, he's incredible. So my kick him off the tour, Doug, and is is Mr. Ryan Mustard, and and the only reason is because Brad, your your weakness is basketball. I don't particularly believe in bringing in partners. I'm one of the only singles left in the league, and I don't like it. I don't like it when people aren't just they're, they're improving themselves when I'm not improving myself. So I don't think it's fair that you get to add Ryan and now have someone who arguably is pretty good at basketball. Although the last few years. He had some suspect years, but there's a lot of chance to that. I think you would argue that is Ryan's favorite sport. He'll be watching Tuesday night Charlotte versus Indiana games for no reason, which I'm not going to be doing. And I think, you know what? I don't think he deserves to be back. So I want to purge and I want Ryan out. Ryan, fan of the program, was part of the league. He left because of some controversy that happened years ago, but he's back. Some of those players that were in the league are no longer there. And we've toned down the the aggressiveness. We got older. We didn't tone it down. We just got older. I like that. We got older. 
I like that one because Brad Brad prides himself on on being a a, a great fantasy athlete, as we like to say it. Um, yet, yet not ever winning bring... overall championships or any championships. Yes, so like a lot of pride. One. A lot of pride. That's it. We're going to start doing some other segments in this episode. What we would like, if you guys have questions for us, record a, a question you guys have for us. Send it to Johnny and I, and we will answer the question on next week's episode. Thanks for listening. The Purge Pod. We love you and hate one, you. One last thing to leave with, something we came up with a while ago, and these pods will be released on Fridays because of a term that we all hold near and dear to ourselves, which is Go Fuck Yourself Fridays or GFYF. So everyone listening, go fuck yourself. Thank you.